amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Romance. Transcribe stories of love and adventure, of comedy and crisis, of conflict and human emotion. Today, a remarkable story from the life of that redoubtable British soldier, Private Bert Johnson. And we welcome the author, Mr. Anthony Ellis, as our narrator. Now, starring Ben Wright, we present The Other Side of Johnson. Now, all this took place quite a long time ago. To be exact, the late 19th century. The place was India, and it concerned Private Bert Johnson of the Queen's Own Rifles. Johnson was the scourge of his regiment. Sergeant Major Cudd said so. Johnson, you're no bloody good to me, you're no bloody good to the army, and you're no bloody good to England. I've had just about enough out of you. This time you're for it, my lad. Thirty days solitary, bread and water. Prisoner and escort, by the right, quick, murder! Let's break the Sergeant Major Cudd said this sort of thing quite often. Now, Colonel Waite was possibly a little less colourful in his language concerning Private Johnson, but no less positive. Disgrace! A disgrace to the regiment. I won't have it, you hear me? I will not have it! One more such incident, Johnson, and I'll have you court-martialed and shot! The list of Johnson's wrongdoings filled three finely written ledgers in the regimental clerk's office, and his exploits were legendary from Madras to the Khyber Pass. For example, there was the matter of the Commander-in-Chief's visit to the Northwest Frontier. It involved, among others, the Commander-in-Chief, Raja Abkar Singh, the Raja's seventh daughter by his fifth wife, Bidar, and, of course, Private Bert Johnson. This is how it happened. Sergeant Major! Yes, sir. This is from headquarters. The commander-in-chief arriving to inspect the frontier next week. Roger Abkar Singh's already been notified. There'll be a function, a ball. I want you to choose a guard for the occasion, Sergeant Major. Yes, sir. Thirty men, forty, if you can find them. Tallest we have. The best soldiers. Smartest. You follow me? I'll follow you, sir. I might also inform you, Sergeant Major... 
that it's not beyond the realm of possibility that an attempt might be made to assassinate the general. It'll be up to you and your men to guard him wherever he goes. Yes, sir. In particular, they must be tall. Over six feet. The general seems to think the British army is made up of giants. And if it isn't, it should be. Mm. Not too many over six feet, sir. Find them. Drill them. I leave it up to you, Sergeant Ritter. Yes, sir. And under no circumstances do you pick Private Johnson. You follow me, Sergeant Major? I follow you, sir. Now, normally, these last orders of the Colonel would not have caused Private Johnson the slightest embarrassment. But it also happened that the Raja Abkar Singh's daughter, Bida, had seen Johnson at the marketplace of Peshawar. She had admired his stalwart youth, his towering height, and in no time at all had grown exceedingly fond of him. But the English soldier had accepted Bida's feelings and returned them. And when the news of the commander-in-chief's visit reached her, and the plans for the ball were made, she said to Johnson in their secret meeting place, My star, my king, if only you were an officer, then we could be together at a ball. Oh, I know, Biddy, but I'm not an officer and I ain't likely to be one. Besides, I won't even have a chance to see you there. But I heard there was to be a guard for the general. A tall guard. That's right, but not me. They will not choose you? Nah. I told you about our sergeant major. He's jealous. He's afraid I'll show him up and the colonel will give me his job. I will tell my father, and he will talk to the colonel, and you will be chosen in the guard. Uh, no, 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 I don't think you'd better. Regulations, you know. Can't go against army regulations, Biddy. Oh, I would so like to have seen you there, and perhaps afterwards we could have... I know. It's not much fun having to creep out and meet like this. But you wouldn't half get it if your dad found out, and they'd hang me from the Taj my bloody all. The crime two people feel the way we do, and we can't spend no time together. Kiss me, Bert. Don't mind if I do. From that moment, Private Johnson knew that if he did no other thing in his life, for the sake of Bidar, he must become a member of the Commander-in-Chief's Honor Guard. And when he'd made up his mind to do this, it was only a matter of forcing the issue, which he proceeded to do. Oi, so, Major? What do you want, Johnson? I'm busy. You, uh, <clears throat> making up the list for the honor guard, eh? That's none of your ruddy business. Uh, begging permission to volunteer for the honor guard, Sergeant Major. You, what? I want to be in the honor guard, that's what. Oh, chase me, you pimento tree. <laughs> You're going to bust your guts, Sergeant Major? <laughs> Johnson, I wouldn't put you in that honor guard if I was to have me head boiled in oil. Why? Take me a week to tell you, and I haven't got that time. Clear out, Johnson. I'm busy. That your final word, Sergeant Major? That's my final word. All right. To ask, Sergeant Major. Well, the men were picked, and the drilling began. They were separated from the regiment, and ate, slept, and worked as a solitary unit. For days, all went well. And then, the day before the general was to arrive, something happened. Oi, so, Major. What do you want, Johnson? You'd better come and have a look at your honor guard. 
Why, what's the matter with them? They got the pip. What are you talking about, Johnson? They got the pip. You had them all nicely by themselves, drilling, eating and sleeping, but you should have had them eating with the rest of us. Have you been up to something, Johnson? If you were... No, it wasn't I... me done it. Done what? Give them the pip. Poison, if you ask me. Poison? That's right, they're all laying around groaning and squealing something horrible. You better have a look. Which Sergeant Major Cud did, to his dismay. Thirty of the finest of the Queen's own rifles were rolling about in varying degrees of agony. Whatever the illness was, it had struck with the rapidity of a cobra. And although the results were not as deadly, uh, they were no less debilitating. It was quite obvious that the General's honor guard was out of action. What do you mean, they're sick, Sergeant Major? That's what they are, Colonel. The old blinking lot. What is it? Fever? I don't know, sir. I don't know. They had the noonday meal, and then as far as I can tell, a half hour later, it was all done with it. It was, uh, Private Johnson told me about him. Johnson? Johnson told you? Yes, sir. Suggested they might have been poisoned. He did it. He did it. Johnson did it to him. That's what I think, sir. But I've got a fat chance of proving it. And if you don't mind my saying so, so have you, sir. But why? Why? Why would he do it? Probably his sense of humor, sir. Just for a lark. You know, Johnson... Which, as is already known, wasn't exactly the case. It is true that Private Bert Johnson obtained an extremely powerful herb known for its purgative qualities, its lasting effects. It's also quite true that he administered the herb to the guard's food by the very simple expedient of bribing one of the native cooks. But it was certainly not done just for a lark. The colonel sat deep in thought for a moment. And then he said, I've got two choices, Sergeant Major. Yes, sir. Two. Either pick our best men, regardless of height, or take a chance on who's left. Well, there's 40, sir. If I start with them now, I, I suppose I could whip them into shape. You think you could, huh? Well, I think so, sir. Knowing the way the general feels about tall soldiers, it would be better. Yes, sir. All right. All right. It's up to you, Sergeant Major. Yes, sir. Sergeant Major! Sir! See that Private Johnson is locked in the guardhouse until after the ball tomorrow. Well, what'll I charge him with this time, sir? Treason, spying, murder, I don't care. But put him away. I don't want anything else to happen while a general's here. Yes, sir. Private Johnson. Hello, Sergeant Major. You're under arrest. Stand up. Oh, what did I do? Suspicion. Suspicion of what? Never you mind. The charges will be read later. Oh, you're a ruddy marvel, you are, Cuddy. Won't you ever learn? That's enough of your lip, my man. Prisoner and escort. On the right, quick, march! Turn to romance in just a moment. Say, come on in and listen for the Kathy Godfrey show today, won't you? 
Kathy has some people she wants you to meet. And since they're people like Julie Wilson and Steve Lawrence, you'll want to meet them, too. Julie Wilson, you know, is now charming Broadway theatergoers with her performance in The Pajama Game. Steve Lawrence is the man with the voice that sends phonograph records spinning right up into the hit brackets in nothing flat. So don't miss the... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.